live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World with the Carries on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the deserts, bear, man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. To participate in the program, call us at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or check in anytime online at RudyMaxa.com or follow us on Facebook or Instagram at RM World Travel. And now, welcome to America's number one travel radio show, Rudy Max's World with the Carries. Welcome aboard. You are listening to America's most widely syndicated radio travel show. I'm travel journalist Rudy Maxa coming to you today from my home studio in the upper Midwest, St. Paul, Minnesota, where the tulips are actually finally out. Robert and Mary Carey will be coming up in a few minutes. They're on a remote today, broadcasting from the Culinary Institute of America in Hyde Park, New York. Hey, if you're flying into or out of Los Angeles International Airport, otherwise known as LAX, beware, as beginning today, Saturday the 13th, and stretching until this coming Wednesday, okay? Saturday to Wednesday, 16 airlines will be changing gates and terminals, all part of uh, Delta's move from its two terminals to two whole new ones. This is going to be a massive, massive complication. So if you're flying out of LAX particularly, be sure to get there a couple of hours early instead of just one hour early to sort all that out because it's going to be a mess. Call your airline before you go to LAX and learn what terminal will be yours because a lot of changes. In just a few minutes, we will go to the Culinary Institute of America, otherwise known as the CIA, where Robert and Mary are broadcasting. There will speak with top chefs David Bruno and David Kamen about the popular CIA boot camps and food enthusiast programs for travelers that you can participate in at the various CIA locations around the U.S. And to round out this hour, I'll visit with consumer travel advocate Charlie Leoka about what three or four steps airlines could take to better inform you as a passenger about your rights in the event of you're getting bumped or delayed. Next hour, Robert and Mary will talk to Chef Mark Ainsworth about traveling with kids and two other CIA pros about opportunities in the intertwined worlds of travel, hospitality, and food. But before we uh, get to the show, let's do the regular interviews. Let's do a quick look at this week's news of which airlines in the barrel this week. Well, Spirit Airlines. A dispute between low-cost Spirit and its pilots led to pandemonium Monday night this week. At the Fort Lauderdale Airport, and flights broke out after the travel plans of tens of thousands of passengers uh, were disrupted. Spirit's already famous for its dismal on-time record and unusual number of flight cancellations. But this was a a melee. I mean, 500 stranded passengers tried to figure out what they were going to do next. They began rioting, fighting with Spirit employees. Finally, police broke things up. Three New Yorkers were arrested by local police. Spirit apologized and blamed its pilots for not showing up for work. Every once in a while, news of a new airline that wants to link international destinations with the U.S. comes up. Comes up, And this week, I learned of a new one. It's called, or will be called, U.S. Global Airways. It intends to fly out of New York's Stewart International Airport that I understand is going to be rebranded as New York International Airport. Take that, Kennedy, LaGuardia, Newark. Uh, Stewart's about 55 miles north of New York City, claims 70 million people live within a five-hour drive of the airport, if you feel like driving five hours to an airport. John Lample's an old friend. I first met him years ago when he worked for British Airways, and he's doing the communications for U.S. Global Airways. Welcome to the show, John. Nice to have you here. Thanks, Rudy. Nice to be with you. Okay, so where does this new airline stand right now? I know you're hoping to launch a year from now, but... uh, Tell me where, you're, where the airline is considering flying, what kind of aircraft they're going to use, that sort of thing. 
Well, U.S. Global is in the process of certification, getting its U.S. government approvals, probably to take quite a few months. We don't know exactly when yet, but the aim is to acquire, in the beginning, Boeing 767-300 aircraft, the two-engine wide-body aircraft uh, that are going to be configured in three-class configuration, first-class, business-class, and economy. The hope is to start flying to a few destinations in Europe that are covered by the U.S.-EU Open Skies Treaty. Um, we actually have we have identified 11 cities, London, Paris, Naples, Nice, Warsaw, Prague, St. Petersburg, which is a little bit beyond, Tel Aviv and Israel, which is a little bit beyond, but uh, it's a very good market. The you know One would think that Stewart being north of New York City, all people don't want to drive there, but it's such a hassle sometimes. Getting to Kennedy or getting to LaGuardia, particularly now with the construction, as you mentioned. And uh, Stewart is, is really convenient. It's up Highway 87, Interstate 87. It's a clear shot, and it's right at the juncture of Interstate 87 and 84. And we think there's a huge market with... Uh, People coming from northern New Jersey, western Connecticut, the Mid-Hudson Valley, northern New York City, and the Albany area. It's People living in Albany would have to drive to Boston or maybe Hartford or even come down to JFK or Newark. Stewart is much more convenient. It boasts the longest, the third longest runway in the United States. So, you know, there, there's not going to be inner but, traffic control. All right, John, you mentioned there are three classes of service. So this is not a low cost. This is not a Freddie Lake or wannabe. This is not necessarily a low cost yeah. alternative. So really, it's the geographical desirability that makes it uh, a possible, uh, successful um, uh, option yeah, no, no, for no, folks. Nobody, there, there is another carrier that's going to be start flying internationally in June and July from Stewart. And that'll be a groundbreaker. And we'll see what happens. But uh, U.S. Global is going to be a competitive airline, not a low-cost carrier. And our aim is to really please customers from that huge catchment area surrounding Stewart. Okay, so it's called U.S. Global. John Lample is their spokesperson, old friend of mine from British Airways. Well, good luck. Always nice having competition, no matter where it is, John. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you, Rudy. Take care. And by the way, uh, uh, Robert and Mary are just a few miles away from uh, uh, Stewart up there, up there at the CIA, the Culinary Institute of America. Um, more, more bad airline news. The news emerged this week that Air Canada stranded a 15-year-old boy in Toronto's airport the night of May 1st. The CEO of the Australian airline Qantas had a cream pie rubbed in his face just as he began a speech in a Perth hotel at a business event. No word on motive. And a French-speaking woman thought she was boarding a United flight from Newark to Paris. She didn't understand that gate change. It was announced in English. When the plane landed, she found herself in San Francisco. It took her 28 hours to get back to Paris from San Francisco. United refunded the price of her ticket and gave her another ticket for a return flight to the U.S. All right, let's go to the other CIA, the Culinary Institute of America. Hey, Robert. Hey, Mary. Hey, folks. Robert and Mary coming to you today live from the Culinary Institute of America. And happy Mother's Day weekend to you, Mary. Thank you. And I'd like to say happy Mother's Day weekend to all the moms out there, all the grandmoms. Hope you're all having a wonderful weekend. And I'm happy. We've got both our boys home. We picked up our college freshmen this past week. So I got the kids, it's all good kids at the home at least, house for, right at least for a weekend. That's right. <laughs> all right. And I'm sure when we get home, it'll be a lot of fun. So, all right, you know, folks, we're having a little bit of difficulty with a return feed to the studio. So, Rudy, we can't hear you, but I'm told you can hear us. And we hope you're enjoying a nice weekend up there in Minnesota. A real quick reminder, everyone, to please connect with us on Facebook. 
Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at RM World Travel. It's so nice to have you tuned in today. We're going to take a quick break to pay some bills, but segment two is up next. And we're going to introduce you to chefs David Bruno and David Kamen here at the main campus of the Culinary Institute of America and get into their very popular food enthusiast programs and boot camps. You can come participate in them. They offer one, two, or three-day opportunities. You can even spend a week, if you want, at their locations here in Hyde Park or their campuses in the Napa area of St. Helena. They have San Antonio and even Singapore. So stay with us. Our show continues starting in three minutes. To join Rudy, Robert, and Mary, call 800-387-8025 or follow them on Facebook or Instagram at RM World Travel. We're coming right back. Taking a much-needed vacation can add years to your life, but planning it can be so stressful. If you want to take the stress out of finding your perfect vacation rental, go to Tripping.com. Tripping.com gives you direct access to millions of properties all in one place so you don't have to search 10 different sites. Easily compare prices, locations, and amenities. Save an average of 18% per night when you book on Tripping.com slash Rudy. Visit Tripping.com slash Rudy to find your perfect vacation rental. Or you can visit the radio show website, RudyMaxa.com, and look for more info under sponsors. This emergency news update is brought to you by 1-800-Flowers.com. Today is your last chance to order Mother's Day bouquets, but lucky for you, 1-800-Flowers.com can still deliver any of their beautiful and stunning bouquets. Right now, 1-800-Flowers is offering up to 40% off best-selling bouquets and gifts perfect for Mother's Day. But you've got to order today, May 13th. Go to 1-800-Flowers.com, click the radio icon, and enter the code RUDY, R-U-D-Y. That's 1-800-Flowers.com, code RUDY. Don't delay. Order today. For more info, go to RudyMaxa.com and look under Sponsors. Offer ends May 13th. Today, when we walk into a store or go online, we can find all types of bed sheets. Most are made overseas along with the materials, not at Redland Cotton. Their sheets are 100% made in the U.S., starting with a seed in the ground on a family farm. From seed to finished product, these sheets are top quality. They're exceptionally soft, breathable cotton sheets stitched with the highest craftsmanship. In a world where finding quality products is becoming increasingly more difficult, check out the collection at redlandcotton.com or rudymaxa.com under sponsors. Alma Waterways River Cruises are all about ensuring you enjoy the destinations as well as the journey itself. Immerse in local cultures and sites and enjoy luxury accommodations as you travel from one stunning city to the next. Every Alma Waterways River Cruise includes small group tours and excursions in every port of call, plus all your meals and fine wines and beer with lunch and dinner. You'll get free Wi-Fi and bicycles to explore on your own or join guided bike tours of charming towns. Discover Europe, Asia, and Africa with the best at amawaterways.com or rudymaxa.com under sponsor. To join Rudy, Robert, and Mary, call anytime at 800-387-8025. Follow the program on Facebook or Instagram at RM World Travel. Now, back to America's number one travel radio show. Welcome back, everybody. Robert and Mary joining you today live from the Culinary Institute of America in Hyde Park, New York. That's about 90 minutes north of New York City. In a moment, we're going to discuss the popular CIA boot camps and food enthusiast courses that you can come experience here or at some of the locations they have around the country. But first, we want to share that this portion of the program is sponsored by Holland America Line. 
Listen, savor the journey, folks. For over 140 years, Holland America has been a recognized leader in cruising, taking travelers to exotic destinations around the globe. If you're looking for some of the most spacious and comfortable ships at sea, award-winning service, five-star dining, extensive activities and enrichment programs, along with compelling worldwide itineraries, Holland America is your cruise line. With their fleet of 14 modern classic ships, offering over 500 sailings annually, they visit all seven continents and both popular and less traveled ports. Visit Holland America.com for cruise deals, destinations, and planning, or just check out RudyMaxa.com under sponsors. If any of you listening out there today enjoy good food, cooking, baking, wine, entertaining, and who doesn't, a multi-day trip or weekend getaway to the CIA might be just for you. They offer a host of boot camps, no, it's not the military boot camp, and food enthusiast programs that if you love food and travel are a lot of fun. Joining us today to discuss what's offered at the CIA for travelers are two of their lead educators, Chef David Bruno and Chef David Kamen. Uh, it's the Double D day today here. Welcome. Well, thanks a lot. Not only is it the Double D show, but we actually are really good friends, too. Absolutely. Dave's grows some really great eggs, and uh, I certainly enjoy uh, eating those as much as I can. All right, so Chef David, I got my choice here of who to pick. Uh, so for food enthusiasts uh, who want to immerse in culinary vacations, is there any better place for them to go than a CIA boot camp? I really don't think so. I mean, we offer a wide range of opportunities for people to, you know, learn, experience great foods, and have fun working together. So drill down for folks listening around the country right now. How authentic are the courses? Well, I think we have really authentic courses. I mean, we actually will explain to them how to cook Italian cuisine or healthy cuisine or or other cuisines that um, are on the docket for that particular class. So I think it's pretty uh, pretty authentic. Okay, let's talk to the other chef, David. Hello, chef. Hi, how's it going? <laughs> it's great. How are you? Good, good. Uh, why don't you walk us through so our listeners can get a good feel for a, a typical CIA boot camp. I know you have one-day boot camps. I think you have two-day, three-day. Uh, you can be here for up to a week if you want to. Why don't you talk about the two- to three-day camp and what that's like for people? Well, sure. You know, really all the boot camps follow a very similar model uh, in that they start with some, some really basic uh, developmental information education, some theory about whether it's a region of the world or a particular cooking method. For example, our grilling boot camp, of course, will spend some good time talking about grilling and what you need in order to execute a, a good, properly grilled dish. Uh, and then we go into the kitchen and we actually make some really, really good food. So whether it's a, it's a one-day or a five-day, uh, it starts off with a, with a little bit of development and then a lot of, of hands-on application. All right, so it is really involved. So, all right, back to Chef David Bruno. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about, I saw that the Helena campus in California, they offer some great wine courses. I even saw something about artesian bread making, okay? San Antonio offers barbecue, Mexican cuisine. Uh, they have those boot camps, Italian flavors, I believe I saw, and even dessert boot camps. What's most popular here at the main campus in Hyde Park? Well, believe it or not, you know, one of the most popular ones is, is sort of our beginning one, our, our foundational one, the one that is we call basic boot camp. You know, it's, it's really the basic fundamental skills that anyone needs to move forward in this kind of uh, world. And what would you do? In it? Well, give us, that give us some starts off with, you know, really working on knife cuts, explaining right. knife cuts, talking about stock making, uh, making some stock, and then going into fundamental cooking methods, where we actually drill down to all the cooking methods and explain, you know, the gold standard. And then we actually cook the foods that really best represent that particular cooking method. What's your favorite course here that's offered at this, at this location in Hyde Park? 
It's hard to say. You know, we're creating some new ones. The world tour that we just created rolled out recently, and that was really awesome because we had four days in sort of a different continent, and it was really an opportunity to explore cuisines from around the world. Okay, let me let our listeners know who we're chatting with. If you're just tuning in, Robert and I are live today at the Culinary Institute of America's main campus in Hyde Park, New York. We're speaking with chefs David Bruno and David Kamen about the CIA Food Enthusiast and Boot Camp programs for travelers. I have a couple of questions here. There are four campuses. You have one in Singapore. Uh, you've got one in the Napa area of California. Of course, we're here in Hyde Park, New York, San Antonio, Texas. For people who haven't been to the Hudson area of New York, it's a gorgeous area, I'm curious to know who's coming to these boot camps? Are they intimidating? Are, do you have people that have, I know you have your basic boot camp, but how do you handle that in a class? If you have like a beginner cook or someone who's got some skills? Yeah, well, you know, we do get a very broad range of people, folks who don't know how to boil water and folks who have been to other boot camps before as well. You know, the good That was news my is, mom when she got married. She tells go. that story all the time. Couldn't boil water. <laughs> so many people, so yeah. many people. But the good news is that the way our program is, is approached, it's really, it's a fundamental level program in that it doesn't matter what your, what your cooking background is. Uh, we would almost rather you kind of put your cooking background aside and follow us through as we go through, as, as my colleague mentioned, those gold standard uh, techniques, those gold standard elements. Uh, I teach a class on Saturdays, which is a, a knife skills boot camp. Basically, it's a one-day knife skills. And there are people who come to me who've been cooking for years. And for years, they've been holding their knife wrong. And for right. years, they've been cutting things wrong. And, and they, they come and so we just erase all that mm-hmm. and start from the beginning. And everybody who comes here really appreciates that approach because everybody's got something to learn. So you're putting them all on the same page, basically. Essentially. We're, with, we're right, starting everybody at the same level. As much as you can. Do yeah. people come and bring their own equipment? Do you provide all of that? Some folks will bring their own knives. Uh, we really? have fully equipped kitchens, so we have you know stocks of, of knives and small wares. Uh, the longer boot camps, the five-day boot camps, you actually get a set of, of chef uniforms to wear while you're here, just for that that whole immersion. Nice. The shorter ones, the one dayers, you you, you just you kind of come as you are, and we give you everything that you need to be successful. Right. And are people working independently? Or are they working with teams? Uh, depends on depends on the day. Sometimes they're they're working in teams. Other times it's an individual exercise. It really just depends. We do a lot of different ways. All right, Chef David, I know what Chef David Kamen just said to Mary, but now that you and I are going to talk again, when you think of the CIA food enthusiast program, um, the boot camps, and you think of, you know, the ideal person to come here, so that's what I really want to kind of get into. Is it young or old? I mean, is it man or woman? Is it a girl's getaway? Maybe it's uh, a couple's getaway weekend. Maybe someone's looking for that special anniversary. Who is it that's coming? And I mean, how many times do you see people coming back? You know, that's one of the great things about this job is I see repeat customers all the time. It's very infrequent that I start a class and not see one or two people in that class that I've seen before. So the, the, the gamut really runs itself in terms of, of who comes. We have people that are very young. We have people that are actually looking to come to school here that might want to just explore a boot camp. Or we have sort of the middle-aged or retired person who just is a foodie. Right? We get the foodie people, right? They all have these great experiences. So they're passionate to be here, regardless of whatever spectrum they're coming from. Yeah, that's one of the great things about these folks, is that they have a diverse background, but they like to relax and cook. 
So this is a great way for them to do that. So All right, so I get, you know, people come here, if they're, if they're out in St. Helena, you've got Napa, a wonderful area. Mary and I love it. We've been out there many times. Uh, Rudy's done that. He's been out there. We've done some shows from there in the past. So when they come here, we're sitting at, at a, just a gorgeous location. We're on the banks of the Hudson River. Fall would be beautiful here, but it's, it's right now when we're here, you know, on Mother's Day weekend, it's great. Do you offer anything for when people are, they come here for a boot camp? Can they go out and maybe enjoy Hyde Park? Can they, is there anything in the community that you, that they get involved in? Yeah, we actually created a, a boot camp called Taste of Hudson Valley. And in that, uh, in that boot camp, we have some excursions where we actually go out into the Hudson Valley and, and explore uh, maple syrup making and, and farm and, you know, growing things and picking things and taking that stuff back to the kitchen and, and cook with it. And you would never know that we're sitting here 90 minutes north of Manhattan. Uh, I mean, it really, it's, it's a true gem of a place here. There's no question about it. I was just going to, I wanted to talk about the baking one. I don't know if either of you, do you teach Dave came in? I have, yeah. Is it pastry level baking? Is it, what kind it's, of? It's both. Uh, Artisan Breads is, is one of my favorites because you really get to see the techniques of making good sourdough. They'll make bagels, they'll make pretzels inside there. So that's an amazing class for people who are, just love good bread or and who are aspiring bakers. And they take all that home and yeah. they go home with bags and bags of, of, of good stuff. Right. All right, Chef David, thank you very much. Really appreciate your time today. Appreciate you having Mary and me here at the Culinary Institute. Well, you're welcome. We, we appreciate having you, and uh, we really just want to make sure that people know out there that you can come here as a novice and get some great experience. Thanks for coming up. We'll see you in the kitchen. All right, folks, and you can hear the music. So if you're interested in attending a boot camp, if that's something that interests you, uh, just go to ciachef.edu, and when you do, you can click down to the Food and Wine Enthusiast Program. You'll find that towards the bottom of the homepage. A quick reminder, you can connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at RM World Travel. We're going to take a quick break, and after these messages, we're going to actually go outside to the teaching garden. We're going to talk with a CIA professor about chefs as influencers on travel. You're listening to Rudy Max's World of the Carries. Don't touch that channel. Rudy Max's World with the Carries phone lines are open 24-7 at 800-387-8025. And so is the website at RudyMaxa.com. We're back after these messages. Whether you're looking to buy new luggage, give it as a gift, or replace what you're using because you know it's not the best, get Travel Pro, as it's what we all use when we travel. Travel Pro is the choice of flight crews and in-the-know frequent travelers. They've transformed travel since creating the original rollerboard wheeled luggage, and they stand behind their products with lifetime warranties. You'll find Travel Pro at Macy's, Amazon, eBags.com, and top luggage specialty retailers, or check out TravelPro.com to shop their online outlet. There's also a link at RudyMaxa.com under sponsors. We used to think zero is a bad thing, like when your Facebook post gets zero likes. Then we found Zebit.com. That's Z-E-B-I-T, where you can shop millions of products and pay over time with zero interest. That's right. Zero interest, zero cost to join, and zero credit check. From everyday items to the perfect gift for Mother's Day, Zebit has everything from your favorite brands, all at competitive prices. Right now, get up to $2,500 credit to shop on Zebit.com. That's Z-E-B-I-T.com. Zebit.com. Or you can visit RudyMaxa.com and look under sponsors.
Our phone lines are always open at 800-387-8025. And stay connected with the program at RudyMaxa.com. Welcome back to Rudy Maxa's World with the Carries. Welcome back, everyone. Robert and Mary with you today on Remote at the Culinary Institute of America. Before we get to our guest, we need to share that this segment of the show is sponsored by MyPillow.com. We do. Join the millions of people who can sleep better because of their MyPillows. Get a special four-pack of two premium MyPillows plus two go-anywhere travel MyPillows for 50% off. Go to MyPillow.com, click on radio listeners, and enter promo code RUDY. Each MyPillow comes with a 10-year warranty not to go flat. This is the best feature. They can be washed and dried. And they include a 60-day money-back guarantee. Go to MyPillow.com, click on radio listeners, enter promo code RUDY, or you can always find a link at RudyMaxa.com under sponsors. All right. For segment three this hour, we've moved here to the beautiful teaching garden overlooking the Hudson. It's It's gorgeous. Here at the CIA, we're being joined by Professor Dr. Deirdre Murphy, and we are going to discuss chefs as influencers on travel and a couple of other topics. Deirdre, nice to meet you. Thanks for spending a little time with Mary and me today here. Appreciate it. Thank you. It's good to have you guys. I'm glad we could we could get together and talk. Really, well, we, we as well. So, you know, whether folks, they travel a lot or they've just picked up on the trends through magazines, TV shows, or elsewhere, I mean, food tourism, it's more popular than ever. So, I, I'd like you to talk a little bit about who's influencing these trends and mm-hmm. how involved do you think that chefs should be in being influencers of travel? So I think that um, I, I, that it's probably become obvious uh, to so many of your listeners that the role of, of chef has changed dramatically over the last decade or two. You know, we've all seen the shows on on TV, and it, it's come up from Julia Child to being not just a, you know, um, here's how we we you know cook these things, but um, here's how we live and here's how we interact with one another. So I think that the role of the chef has expanded to become very public in popular culture, and at the same time that I think that chefs have taken on a wide variety of roles in influencing how we think about how we want our days to go, how we think about how we want family life to go, how we think about our leisure time. So I think chefs absolutely um, would be part of thinking uh, about, you know, the world of travel and how we undertake travel. Yeah. Agree. Um, Deirdre, you have a passion for regionality, so to speak, in cooking, in travel. Mm -hmm. Uh, What's being done here at the CIA to encourage that? First of all, what is it? What does that mean to you and travelers and what's being done here at the CIA? Well, you know, I think that the idea of regionalism is important to me in a few different ways. It's important to me in in terms of the fact that I'm an historian, so thinking about how groups and individuals have lived um, together uh, more or less peacefully in the past and presently. Um, this is something I'd be very interested in. And I would also say that, you know, to think of the idea that, you know, national culture supersedes regional regionalisms to the point that they've passed away is absolutely wrong. I think regional identities are, if anything, with regard to food um, and with regard to tourism, they're becoming much stronger and much more pronounced. And so the other part of your question was, what are we doing to promote a sense of regionalism here at the CIA? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you know, like, uh, I think so many of us have become, as so many of us have become more interested in understanding where our food is coming from and understanding that our food 
has a history and there are politics uh, that are invested um, in how we eat and what we eat. We've become much more focused on thinking about the particularities of the Hudson Valley with regard to food and thinking about uh, events and experiences through which farmers, um, chefs, uh, all kinds of growers, orchardists, for instance, vintners in the Hudson Valley have, have really been shaping and also revealing the characteristics of culture and society yeah, I, in this region. I, I think that that's yeah. a, you see that all over the place here, and this certainly is a great part of the state. You know, we've we've got about maybe about a minute and a half, so I'll, I'll really I'll ask you this question rather quickly. We've talked to guests over the years about sustainable tourism, and there are cruise companies out there, there are hotel operators. They're all looking for a way to provide top guest experiences, but incorporate earth-friendly ways to do it. So I'm curious. Here we are in the teaching garden. Uh, mm. Tell us a little bit about how you're trying to impart that to students to go and help shape the world. Okay, so look, sustainability is a it's a huge term and it covers a lot of ground. And I think with tourism, one way to think about sustainability is to have use of your free time or your vacation time to create memories that are actually meaningful and sustain you throughout your work year or memories that stay with you and sustain you throughout a lifetime. And I think part of the way that we can arrive at that sense of sustainability in regional tourism is by exposing ourselves to tastes and flavors um, that we might not get at home if we're not from this region, or even if we are, um, you know, maybe thinking about heirloom varieties that have fallen out of popular use or fallen out of favor in recent decades or a half century or a century, and we're working hard to bring them back. And we're working to expose our students to heirloom varieties of fruits and vegetables that make up on um, the characteristics of uh, Hudson Valley agriculture. So we're bringing those back, and we're working with those in our teaching garden. Yeah. All right. Well, Dr. Deirdre Murphy, we really appreciate your time today. Beautiful setting here, and we wish you a pleasant weekend. Thank you, and to you as well. Safe travels. Happy travels. <laughs> All right, folks, we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to toss you back to Rudy in Minnesota. But don't go anywhere, because Mary and I will be back with more from the Culinary Institute of America in Hour 2 today, coming up in about 25 minutes or so. Stay with us. There's more Rudy Max's World with the Carries starting in three minutes. calling 800-387-8025. Access the show anytime at rudymaxa.com. We'll be right back. A house caught fire in Racine, Wisconsin recently. No one was at home and the problem soon got out of control. At the end of the day, the house sustained over $40,000 in damages. If you're not there when a fire starts, who will be there to save your home? With Simply Safe Home Security, your smoke detectors will immediately alert emergency services at the first sign of a fire. Get a 10% discount today when you go to simplysaferudy.com. That's simplysaferudy.com for 10% off your home security system, or you can visit rudymaxa.com under sponsors. And simply is spelled S-M-I-P-L-I. I'm Amanda with Communities and Schools. I'm in school to connect at-risk students with community resources like food, shelter, and health care. I'm in school to support kids coping with losing a loved one, divorce, or bullying. I'm in school to partner with teachers, so what happens outside the classroom doesn't impact students learning inside the classroom. Above all, I'm in school to help kids stay in school. See how we help all students succeed at communitiesandschools.org. 
Allergy sufferers are hearing a lot of numbers these days about symptoms and relief. But the number sufferers want most is zero, as in zero nasal allergy symptoms. And nothing gets you closer to zero than Nasacort. Because unlike antihistamines that stop only one cause of your allergy symptoms, Nasacort stops more. And stopping more gets you closer to zero. For 24-hour relief of your worst nasal allergy symptoms, including congestion, choose Nasacort. It stops more of what makes you miserable. Use as directed. GEICO presents a voicemail from your friend, Washing Machine. Hi, it's Washing Machine. It's about, oh, 7 o'clock on Wednesday. So, good news, bad news. First, I found your lost sock. Exciting! Also, I might have maybe flooded the whole basement. It's going to be pretty expensive. But hey, at least you got that sock. Your washing machine won't pay for water damage. Luckily, one call to the GEICO Insurance Agency makes it easy to switch and save on homeowner's insurance. If you're thinking about your next vacation, get to know FriendlyPlanet.com. They offer international small group tours at some of the best values in travel. Each Friendly Planet tour gives you everything you'll want. Airfare, hotels, transfers, most meals, a local English-speaking guide, and more. You'll gain insider access to unique cultural encounters that you just can't find with other companies. Plus, they offer something to fit all budgets and interests, even custom experiences. Get to know them at FriendlyPlanet.com or find a link at RudyMaxa.com under sponsors. It's spring. Flowers are blooming and the days are longer and brighter. But research shows that longer days can keep you from getting a quality night's sleep. A good mattress can help. Casper mattresses have two high-tech foams that guarantee you sleep cool and comfortable. Casper ships for free in a small box so you can try it for 100 nights risk-free. Don't love it? They'll come pick it up and refund you everything. Get $50 towards the purchase of your mattress by using code Rudy at Casper.com or visit RudyMaxa.com under sponsors. Terms and conditions apply. Get out the map, get out the map and lay your finger anywhere down. To participate in the program, call anytime at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Once again, you're in Rudy Maxa's world with the carries. And this portion of the program is sponsored by RedlandCotton.com. Robert, Mary, and I hope you'll patronize this family-owned business. It makes terrific quality bed sheets. Today, when we walk into a store, we can find all kinds of sheets, but most are made overseas. Almost all the materials are made overseas. Not at Redland Cotton. They're 100% made in America, and they start with a seed in the ground on a family farm. From seed to finished product, these are top-quality bed linens. You're going to love the weight of these sheets. They're exceptionally soft, breathable sheets. And once you sleep on them, you never want to sleep on anything else again. Redland Cotton sheets are a throwback to a simpler time and are actually modeled after authentic sheets from the 1920s. In a world where finding quality products is becoming increasingly more difficult, check out the collection at Redland Cotton, all one word, redlandcotton.com, and get yourself the best sheets of your life. That's redlandcotton.com, or you can find a link at rudymaxa.com if you look under sponsors. So regular listeners of the show know I love Bangkok. I've spent a lot of time over there the last four or five decades. And or four decades, I should say, probably. Um, and one of the great joys of Bangkok for not just me, but anybody visiting worldwide is the street food. Fabulous street food served up, piping hot, clean, good to eat. But there's a disturbing thing going on. And my next guest knows all about it. His name is uh, uh, Mark Wines. Am I pronouncing your last name correctly, Mark? Yeah, Mark Weens. Mark Weens, I'm sorry. Uh, Mark Weens does no a great blog called EatingThaiFood.com. If you're a big fan of Thai food, you don't have to go to Thailand to appreciate his blog. 
And uh, Mark, what is going on with the military government there trying to eliminate street street food? What is this a health thing? What's the deal? Or trying to look like a not like a third world nation, which Thailand isn't, but okay. There's been a little bit of confusion, um, but I I recently had a meeting with some officials, and they they told me that they it's it's not really a ban, but it's more of a few regulations that they're going to put in place. Well, that's um, good. And that's good news. I can I can I can see both sides um, because I I love street food. Street food is something I love to eat and I love to hang out and I love to the atmosphere of street food. But then at the same time, I have seen how the congestion and how the how street food stalls can sort of occupy places where they're not supposed to occupy. And, and even I've had situations where I've nearly been hit by cars or, or things like that. So I can, I can see both sides, but I think, I think the, the Bangkok um, administration, they, they want to, they, they really want to, improve safety they want to kind of not not clear the street food but they want to push street food a little little further over under the, the sidewalk so that <laughs> pedestrians or yeah so that pedestrians have a place to walk right and and make things more accessible is what i've Mark, been told Mark, by the way, is an, is an American who's we're reaching him in bangkok he has lived there for what like 18 or 19 years mark um uh, uh, so, eight years. Oh, eight years. I'm sorry. Math has never been my forte, okay. let me tell you. Um, <laughs> that's long enough to get to know Thai food. Okay, so this ABC News report I read that street vendors for to, forced to move, they, that doesn't mean they have to move inside and open restaurants necessarily. The, the primary thing is to, is to decrease some of the congestion because you're right. They're, they're on sidewalks often, and there's just a very narrow alley you can walk by, which, of course, I love because you can smell the food. It's right there. But uh, yeah. So, okay, so they assure you that, the, that it's not the end of the days of street food in Bangkok. Yep, I, I've been assured that, that the street food is, there's no ban on street food, but rather they will um, attempt to have a few more regulations and and sort of tidy things up a little bit, but street food will still remain, and they will, they will still have character. There will still be the individual street food carts around Bangkok. Great. Uh, you know, before we say goodbye to you, I, I, I have gone to Bangkok with, uh, with a chef friend of mine, and the only thing he's advised is take your own chopsticks or your own silverware because they may not, uh, because that's probably, if there's any place that there might be a germ, that, that would be the place that's communicated. Have you ever thought about that? You know, I've, never, I've never had a problem, ever. Um, okay. And I don't, I don't really take any precautions um, other than other than just sightseeing and seeing seeing what looks fresh and what doesn't, right? Uh, but right. I, I think in general, I think in general, people are pretty vendors are are pretty aware of sanitary conditions, especially the the well known vendors. I second that emotion. Mark Weens is uh, the curator of eatingthaifood.com, all one word. Great blog, great pictures, um, and great information if you're going to Thailand or you just happen to like Thai food. Mark Weens, thanks so much for joining us. we come back in just a moment. We're going to talk about travelers' rights and what you ought to know.
Connect with America's number one travel radio show by calling 800-387-8025 or check in anytime at rudymaxa.com. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Connect with the program, call 800-387-8025 or visit the show online at rudymaxa.com. Welcome back to America's number one travel radio show. It's nice to be here with you this weekend. Hope you uh, drop in every weekend regularly to learn about what's happening in travel and uh, all kinds of related subjects. This portion of the program is sponsored by LifeLock. Day traders and casual online investors, listen up. A brokerage firm in the Midwest that handles as much as $50 million found out that, to their great surprise, an improperly configured system leaked valuable data to the open web. Approximately 97,000 files containing credit reports, passport scans, internal emails, and customer chat logs with passwords were exposed in plain sight on the Internet. And I'm certain some of you are out there in our audience. Identity theft is America's fastest growing crime. It happens when thieves use your information to pretend they are you. They could buy things on your credit, liquidate bank accounts, even get retirement funds, which is why there's LifeLock. LifeLock scans hundreds of millions of transactions each second, and if they detect your information, they'll send you an alert. If you ever have a problem, one of their U.S.-based specialists will work to fix it. Now, no one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but with LifeLock, you can get more comprehensive identity protection than only than just monitoring your credit card accounts. Join now, and you'll get 10% off if you use the promo code my first name, Rudy, R-U-D-Y. Promo code Rudy to save 10% when you call 800-LIFELOCK. Or you can visit lifelock.com. Or you can find the link under rudymaxa.com under sponsors. So no excuses for not being able to reach LifeLock. So uh, obviously the pages of the newspapers and our media and social media as well as television and radio have been filled the last six weeks with stories of mistreatment of passengers by airlines or passengers not knowing their rights or airlines not knowing passenger rights. Charlie Leoka thinks about that all the time. He's a frequent guest on the show. He's chairman and founder of TravelersUnited.org, an advocacy group for uh, travelers, particularly airline passengers. And I asked him to join me just for a few minutes to talk about what airlines could do right now to make us smarter and even their employees smarter. And, and Charlie, my one suggestion is that the passenger's bill of rights be posted at every single airline gate in the United States. They do it in Europe. Why can't we? Well, that would be nice. Uh, the only problem is, is that we really don't have a bill of rights. The only bill of rights we have is that they can't keep us on the tarmac for more than three hours. So everybody refers to it, but it really doesn't exist. But what does exist is uh, consumers do have um, compensation rights, and there's only three areas where they have those rights, and those can be um, set up at the points where consumers are having problems. One would be at baggage carousels. If your luggage is lost, damaged, or delayed, and that's your checked luggage, you're eligible for up to $3,500 of compensation, and that's set by DOT. If you're denied boarding, in other words, you're going to be bumped off of a flight, you, and it's going to be more than two hours late, you can get up to $1,350 in cash, not in airline funny money. And the third one is on international flights. If you're flying back and forth to Europe, it's a, you can go ahead and do a um, get compensation if you're delayed. And that falls under EU and Montreal Convention rules. And these are three simple things together with the DOT complaint um, website, 
that would make life better for consumers right away. But, Charlie, there are finer points in that. You know, for example, the up to $3,000 for your luggage. Many airlines force you to show receipts, and then they depreciate, depending on how old those pair of slacks were that you lost. And and for bumping, it's negotiable, and they'll try to give you the airline shit for a, free, you know, for a flight with some you know, a little small print in it as opposed to cash. And, 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 and let me ask you this last thing on international flights. Are you eligible for that if you're taking an international flight out of the United States or just into the United States from, from overseas? When we take all three of them, first of all, the $3,500 lets you know that that's how much you can get according to the Department of Transportation. Maximum. So if the airlines start out saying, we'll give you this much, you can say, no, no, my, my stuff was worth a lot more than that. And at least you know as a consumer... If you write down and you can keep track of what you have, then you can go ahead and uh, get your uh, compensation. Okay. I'm denied boarding. If you know that you can get cash, ask for it. Because the airlines are not going to tell you. Mm-hmm. But if it's posted and people know that, then they can ask for it. And it's a big difference to get cash in any amount um, than it is to just take funny money. And right. This is only in case of denied boarding, involuntary denied boarding. Right. And finally, if you're flying from the United States to Europe and you're on a European carrier, then you are eligible for the EU rules, which would give you, if you're more than four hours late, you get 600 euros. Got it. However, flying from Europe back to the United States, all airlines are subject, subject to the same rule. And if you're more than four hours late coming home, then you get up to 600 euros. Excellent. All right. Well, thank you, Charlie. You put it succinctly, as you always do, and I really appreciate that. Thanks so much. Okay, great. And anyone who's listening, if you want to help us out in Washington, go to uh, TraversUnited.org and join us. Right. Let me repeat that. TraversUnited.org. Charlie Leoka is the chairman and founder. Thank you, Charlie. One last little thing. Uh, you know, with all these the airline troubles, it might surprise you to learn that according to something called the American Consumer Satisfaction Index, consumer satisfaction with airlines in the U.S. has reached its highest level in the last three years, surpassing the highest satisfaction level reached way back in 1994. Do you believe that? I know you don't believe it. I bet the survey was conducted before the video of that guy getting hauled off his flight at O'Hare went viral. But the study's, the study's authors point to low cancellation rates of flights, fewer lost bags, sharply increased spending on new airplanes, and upgraded airports. I'm just reporting, okay? All right, we're going to take a little pause for about six minutes. We'll come back. Robert and Mary are up in uh, uh, New York at the uh, Culinary Institute of America. I'm here in St. Paul. We hope you'll stay with us. Listening to Rudy Max's World with the Carries, America's number one travel radio show on the SSI Radio Network.